Yes, you heard that right, everyone. That was the crack of a seltzer. (laughs) It is a Friday. It is 5 p.m. And I felt like, you know what? It's 5 o'clock somewhere. It's 5 o'clock here. And, you know, I felt like it was appropriate to crack a beverage for this episode because, you know, the topic at hand today, it is not necessarily heavy. It is, I would say it's close to my heart. I have a lot, I think, that I can share. Okay, today we are going to be talking about fuck boys and also a little bit about gaslighting and manipulation tactics. I feel like these topics all kind of go together a little bit. I did want to shout out um, whoever requested this because I asked what you guys wanted to hear in the next episode. You guys gave so many requests and I only posted that a few hours ago. So thank you so much. I screenshotted all of it and I'm definitely going to be working those ideas that you guys gave into new episodes. So shout out to the girl that requested I talk about fuckboys, gaslighting, and manipulation because I guess I've never really done that before. And you know, fuckboys, honestly, they need their whole, not that they need it, We need a whole episode to talk about them because there is just so much to say and we've got to watch out. (laughs) One more thing I wanted to say uh, in regards to those of you guys who submitted, I did see a few um, of episodes that I've actually already done. So I quickly wanted to like mention some topics that I saw you guys request that I have made episodes about. Um, so you guys requested like making friends in your twenties and after school. So episode two was all about that. So you can definitely check that one out if you missed it. And then I did get requested to talk about my spirituality and spiritual journey, I guess you could say, which I feel like I'll talk about more in future episodes, but also I had a guest episode um, where we talked about spirituality and manifestation and mindfulness. So if you guys missed that, that episode was like all about spirituality with my friend Cameron. I think it was a really good episode. If you're interested in hearing about spirituality, go check that one out. And then I also saw requests for an episode with Megan and we have an episode together as well, probably from about April timeframe. So if you guys are newer to the podcast or, you know, obviously, I mean, I don't expect you guys to listen to every episode, so you can go through and see other topics that we've discussed too. So I just wanted to kind of shout that stuff out. I wanted to give a quick shout out to our reviewer of the week. I think her name's Melrose or her username was Melrose26. And this was a really, really sweet review. And it says, I'm going through a divorce with three kids, took time off of work and have been laying in the sun, listening to your podcast daily. I'm binging them all. And I love you. I've watched you since the beginning, but I've never been a podcast person until yours. And I will never look back. I'm glad I can support you in another way. Keep being the beautiful, open, and relatable queen that you are. This is the nicest freaking review. My heart goes out to you. Um, I'm so glad that you're enjoying the podcast. And if you guys want to be shouted out as reviewer of the week, all you have to do is leave a quick review on the Apple Podcast app. And it helps me out as a you know an independent content creator so, so much more than you guys know. If you guys leave a review, if you take the time to do that, um, especially if you enjoy the podcast, it was just like mean, seriously, the absolute world to me. And thank you to all of you guys that have already left one. And let's get into our bops and flops of the week. 
I decided I don't have too much of a weekly catch up to talk about this week. I feel like the past week flew by since I last recorded. So I kind of figured I'd just do the bops and flops and talk a little bit about obviously some highlights and lowlights as we always do that had to do with about the past week. So let's start with flops. Um, First flop is the day of yesterday as a whole was one of the craziest days me and a couple of my friends have had in a really, really long time. So let me break it down for you guys. I was with just a couple girlfriends at um, my friend's cabin for just like one day. Everything started off really strong (laughs) and then we decided to go on a hike and you know, we... I didn't, I never done this hike before, so I didn't really know what to expect. A few people had done it before and, uh, it didn't, you know, I have the weird thing about hiking. Like I really like to know what I'm getting into and I, that was my bad. I just didn't know what I was getting into. Anyway, basically the hike was just crazy. It was super intense. We also just picked like way too hot of a day to go on this hike. Luckily there was some beautiful scenery that I took some photos of, but basically why it was a flop is two girls in our small group got freaking like heat exhaustion slash like heat poisoning. I think it's called heat exhaustion, like separated at one point on the hike. And I guess one girl that had just made it back like to her car that was like quicker than me and my friend got into her car and like immediately like started like clenching up and had just like immediate heat exhaustion and had to get like water poured all over her and then I was with my friend and she basically just had like extreme heat exhaustion we were running low on water we were like the only two left and she basically it was just so fucking hot and there was no shade and we didn't know like how much longer to the to the car because we were the only two left and that was so scary like there was nobody else out at like the end of the hike the beginning of the hike in the middle was good eh, I'm not gonna say good it was better but the end was so fucking scary because I seriously Like my friend was seriously like, I am going to pass out. I don't know what the fuck to do. We were in the middle of nowhere. I barely had any service. I had one bar. So I'm like trying to Google like who to call from like, I don't know, the parks department or whatever. And I couldn't find fucking shit. And I was like, well, literally, of course, worst case scenario, like I will call 911, obviously, if to make sure she's okay. And we were literally like on the verge of calling 911 because my friend was like, I'm going to pass out. Like I can't go any farther and I was just fucking panicking because I'm like okay an ambulance is gonna have to come like it's gonna be crazy it's gonna how are they even gonna find us like basically I was fucking panicked because this has not really like happened to me before I I don't think I've really experienced heat exhaustion and it was so scary like I just didn't know what to do other than just stay with my friend luckily you know we did have some water and we were just kind of like sitting waiting so what ended up happening was um a couple of my friends, like I said, that finished the hike before us, they had to basically break through a freaking like gate and drive and come pick us up. And I seriously, if that hadn't have happened, we would have had to like call 911 and like get my friend rescued out of there. That's how hot and like not shady. And there was literally no one around. Like it was fucking terrifying. So honestly, that's just the beginning of the day. Me and my friend left after that. We left the cabin and we came back home to Boise and there was like this crazy freaking storm on the way home. But I mean, it was 
minimal in terms of what happened after that. So after that, um, a couple of my other friends, like I said, that were there, um, went like jet skiing and that's, and they had like no phones. They went jet skiing, like a little bit away from the cabin. Didn't want to bring their phones. Cause like it would get wet on a jet ski. Obviously, like I totally understand. And I guess they ended up getting like breaking one of the jet skis and getting like stuck out there when the storm came in and had to get like rescued by some other people that live by there. Cause nobody had a phone. Like they couldn't, you can't like get out of there unless like someone would pick you up on a boat. And obviously they had like two giant jet skis. One of them had broken down. It was just like fucking crazy. And then um, I heard like that's what my friend Dev told me. And then they literally all had to get like rescued. And then after that, at like fucking midnight, one of the girls had to go to the emergency room because she was having like blood clots from a medication. Like, guys, this shit was and then got a flat tire on the way home from the emergency room at 3 a.m. Like, how did that day even happen? I don't know. Obviously, I'm pretty lucky. I'm one of the lucky ones. I didn't have to go to the emergency room. I didn't have heat exhaustion. But basically, yesterday was... We were just kind of like, what the fuck? Like, yesterday was cursed. I don't know. Something was up in the air. I have to kind of tell that story because yesterday as a whole was just... Like, I want to black it out. I don't want to remember yesterday. Anyway, um, today's definitely been a much more relaxed, chill day than yesterday. Okay, um, my next flop is self-sabotage. Um, I feel like sometimes I deny that I self-sabotage because it's like, oh, you know, you don't want to be like, I'm purposely doing things that are probably not gonna be helpful for me or like doing what seems just like the more fun option or whatever. And I've just been self-sabotaging a little bit lately. And I, I like can actually point it out and be like, wait, I'm self-sabotaging right now. And you know, that's not great. So I would like to just, uh, do less of that and just actually, I know sometimes it's actually harder to not self-sabotage, but that actually leads me into my last flop, which is being behind on lots of things. Like my room is a fucking disaster right now. I just feel like I have so many things on my to-do list every day and I can't get through it. Like I can never get through my to-do list and I just have a lot of shit to catch up on. And I know that I will. So it's kind of pointless to be stressed out about, but I feel like a mess. I feel very stressed. You guys know that feeling when it kind of just feels like everything's piling up and you're behind on a lot of shit. And it's just kind of, I'm slowly, you know, getting there getting things done. But yeah, I just, that is definitely going to be my biggest goal over the next like month is just kind of just be more regular with my balance, balancing work life, personal life, uh, social life, which I guess are kind of the same things. Um, and just feeling more like, uh, what's the word like balanced with all that. So, okay. Those are the flops. There was a few this week for sure. So that leads me into my bops of the week. The first one is kind of like a personal one, but basically, um, I was like surprised by the reaction I got when I opened up to somebody, um, and kind of got like pretty personal and I wasn't expecting them to give me as much in return as they did. And I was a little bit pleasant. I was pleasantly surprised by that because I wasn't expecting it because this person has been pretty close off to me in those ways. 
Um, and so I was happy to, I felt like I got some clarity and closure with a situation basically that just kind of like, I feel like I needed it. So I'm glad that I was able to like express myself honestly and get some more clarity from this situation. So I feel like that's a bop because kind of needed to happen. My next bop is the flexibility that my work allows me. And I just like thought about that today. I was like, it's seriously such a blessing to be able to like make my own schedule, decide like literally any time of the week I want to record my podcast or I want to do some editing right now, or like these are what videos I want to do. And I don't know, sometimes I just like forget how really truly like nice that is to be in control of all this stuff for myself. And sometimes, yes, I am not as great at my like timing and consistency as others. I definitely know that about myself. Sometimes I'm definitely more on track with my schedule than others, but I'm definitely getting back into it after um, being a little bit inconsistent the past month. So I did want to say, I think I said this last week, but the podcast episode was a day late, like this past week. And then I think like two weeks ago. Um, and I'm so sorry about that. That is not going to be a typical thing. It will normally always come out on Mondays, but if you don't get it on a Monday, you can definitely expect to get it on a Tuesday, but it will be coming out on Mondays. I guess that was actually my last bop of the week. Um, really quickly, I just wanted to shout out my Patreon. I've been posting more on there recently. And you guys might know that I added a new tier, which is my middle tier for close friends stories access on Instagram. So you'll become my close friend on Instagram stories if you join that tier. And then we have my smoke sesh tier, which um, is like story times and smoking CBD videos and kind of just like stream of consciousness stuff. And then my highest tier is my unfiltered videos that are not allowed on YouTube. So today I uploaded like a just Patreon only uh, patreon only juicy q a and i talked about like hookups and sex and substance i have a lot of videos on my different substance experiences with lsd mdma shrooms um obviously i have my smoke sesh tier for cbd and weed um and yeah i talk about just i talk about festivals i talk about sex more hookups because i can't really talk about that stuff on youtube anymore without getting demonetized um unless it's like very very sneaky and it's kind of unfortunate but that's why i made my patreon so if you guys are ever interested in hearing more of those juicy topics that is the place that you can go and support me and you can access all of that content um, once you become a patron. So just wanted to give that a quick shout out because I have definitely been posting more on there and love, love, love our community over there. Thank you so much to our longtime sponsor on this podcast of Anchor. So Anchor is actually how I make this podcast. I wouldn't even have this podcast if it wasn't for the free tool that is the platform Anchor. So as I said, it is completely free. Anybody can make a podcast from your house, from your phone, from your computer, Anchor distributes your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere else. And you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's basically everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And it actually is, you guys, I stan Anchor so hard. You can download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started with recording your own podcast.
So now let's go ahead and get into it. Let's, oh my God, I'm so, why am I like so excited to talk about fuckboys? I don't know. I think it's just because we, I feel like we can all relate to this. Like it's hard to not be affected by a fuckboy at one point in your life. So I feel like, um, or is there such thing as like a fuck girl? There probably is. I don't know. So first of all, I feel like we have to talk about how do we identify fuckboy tendencies? And then we'll talk about how to, you know, not get treated like this or call it out if you encounter this behavior. So these are some fuckboy qualities, like examples that I came up with off the top of my head when I was planning this episode. So there's many more than this. And some of these also you could say is maybe just something that I think is a fuckboy quality or tendency, but you might not see it that way. Let me just read some fuckboy qualities. Okay. Only wants to talk on Snapchat or DMs and not have each other's numbers. Or if you do have each other's numbers, they just consistently are like on Snapchat or DMs. Now I will say, I know Snapchat is a lot more common. I mean, I like have Snapchat, but I do not actively like post on there. Um, but I know Snapchat is super, super common for like a couple years younger than me. I'm not going to say like the younger generation, but like two, three, five years younger than me, like they are always on Snapchat. And so I know that it's definitely more common for that age group. So I'm not going to say that it's like not normal, but I do think that if you actually like, if it's beyond, you know, flirt, just flirting stages and you guys like have not a relationship, but I don't know. I just feel like there's a point where it should come off of Snapchat or the DMS for me personally. Like I see that as a sign of a fuck boy. If they never want to text, especially if it's just on Snapchat, because the messages disappear, obviously we all know this unless you save them. And for me, that's just sketchy because there's no like proof. You never know who this other person is like talking to. I don't know. It's just a little it's just a little more sketchy for me not to say that I won't entertain somebody in the dms or on snapchat but you know what I mean at some point like I feel like it should move over to text if it's something that's like more than just like a little flirty messages back and forth every so often um okay next fuckboy quality is leaves you on red often with no or minimal explanation now you know some people will say that they're just bad at texting or they're not on their phone very much. But you know what? If someone does this consistently and that you've like hooked up with this person or you have a thing with this person or whatever it is, I just feel like that's not cool. And obviously we all get caught up sometimes, but if somebody is just like doing this to you all the time with no explanation, I feel like that's kind of a bit of a fuckboy tendency for me. Um, okay, next fuckboy quality is makes the t- makes talking with you always turn sexual or flirty without getting deeper with you. Okay, so I mean that could also just be a sign of a friends with benefits or just like a sexual, strictly sexual type of relationship, and that's fine. Okay, but I'm talking about like someone that's kind of like leading you on, someone that you have feelings for, like. I don't know. I just feel like, you know, if they don't want to get deep with you at all, it's just, I mean, that's fine. If you don't want that either, just like know what you're signing up for. Right. Okay. Um, next one is leaves you with empty promises. For example, Oh, I'll call you tomorrow. I'll FaceTime you. 
um, I'll text you back, whatever, whatever. Or another empty promise might be, oh, we should hang out soon. We should like go on a date soon or like get together soon. But like they never actually make time for you to do that. And maybe they just stay like in your texts or whatever it is, like flirty messages in your phone, but you never actually like see this person. I don't know. Um, I just feel like the empty promises thing like this, like just don't say you're going to do something if you don't actually want to do it. It's not hard. Like if you don't want to call someone, don't say that you're going to call them. If you don't actually fucking plan to hang out, don't say like, Hey, maybe we can go on a date or get food or hang out, blah, blah, blah. Like just be open about what you want. You know what I mean? So Empty promises, that's just one that like really pisses me off. Um, next fuckboy quality is has cheated with you or before you. So yeah, I mean, I'm not going to say once a cheater, always a cheater. The situation can be very different, but it's definitely sketchy if somebody cheats on somebody with you. I mean, I don't know. I'm not going to say it could not work out. But just be very aware if you are aware that someone has cheated and you are getting involved with them. I'm just going to say you know what you could be getting into. So I don't recommend. Um, Once again, people can change. Um, Situations can be different, but just keep it in the back of your head, okay? Okay, what's another fuckboy tendency? Gets flirty with your friends or with other girls around you, okay? That is not cool. Um, I don't know. Like I said, the situation, if you guys are strictly a friends with benefits, whatever, okay, then maybe these situations could be different. But I, like I said, I'm going to talk about situations where you have feelings, okay? Because that shit is not cool. And especially if they know that you have feelings, they should not be treating you this way. Um, Okay, let's keep going. Another fuckboy tendency, super sneaky about their phone. Um, and obviously people are like private about their phones. I think we all are, but I feel like you can tell when someone's like extra secretive about their phone, when people have those screen thingies on there that you can't like read or see what they're doing from the side or anything. I'm like, that's okay. Like, I guess that's a thing, but this seems a little sketch to me. I don't know. I feel like, you know, if someone's super sneaky about their phone or another one is if they're constantly on their phone when they're around you. I just feel like, first of all, I feel like that's rude. Um, but second of all, like, I just feel like you never know what they're doing. Like if this person's like sitting around responding to all of their texts and like opening Snapchats and all this shit around you, I mean, okay, like maybe a little bit, you know, we're all going to like check our phones, but if they're just doing it so, so, so often and not giving you like the time of day, I just feel like what the fuck? Like they just have no shame. Um, Another one, this is a very, very important, um, common fuckboy tendency. And that is he wants to keep you on the down low and hooks up with you in secret and won't tell his friends about you. I feel like honestly, this is the biggest sign of a fuckboy if they want to keep you a secret. And you know what? People have their different reasons for doing shit, but I just feel like it's disrespectful. I feel like it's fucked up. Um, I don't know. I just do not like any guy that's like, let's just keep this to ourselves. Like, let's not tell anyone about that we hooked up or just, I don't know. I just feel like that shit is fucked up. So just keep that stuff in mind. Those are some of my top um, fuck boy tendencies that I, like I said, I personally think others may disagree, 
but that's kind of how I personally spot a fuck boy. And this is the thing is sometimes they're really sneaky. Sometimes they won't do any of that stuff around you and they will act like the perfect gentleman and then they'll just do some fuck shit, like just hang out with you for months on end and then just ghost you and never talk to you again. I mean, that's, I don't even know if that's a fuck boy. That's just like a fucked up person. You guys know how I feel about ghosting, but yeah, sometimes they'll do everything right. You won't get any of these types of uh, behaviors and then they'll just turn out to be a jerk or shitty or whatever it is, get scared of commitment or I don't know. So sometimes you genuinely like don't feel bad if you get played by someone and you never spotted anything because I think it's probably happened to a lot of us. You know, I really encountered my fair share of fuck boys for sure. Um, I think that typically I can spot it pretty quickly and I will not entertain it. I think sometimes I get definitely caught up when I like develop feelings for someone. And a lot of times, like, I don't know for, about you guys, but for me personally, sometimes I want to like make excuses for this person because um, this is a term I've learned recently is breadcrumbing. When somebody breadcrumbs you, like they will give you a little bit they will give you, you know, some form of intimacy. Some, they'll give you, they'll tell you how they feel a teensy, teensy bit, but like you're not getting what you actually need. You're not fulfilled, but they're leaving. Like they might as well just either ghost you or just say fuck it and not talk to you anymore. Then continue with this breadcrumbing, which I just feel like people, a lot of the times they probably don't even know that they're doing it. I mean, a lot of guys are emotionally unavailable. I'm definitely realizing that lately. Girls can for sure be emotionally unavailable too, of course. Um, but you know, breadcrumbing, that is another thing that I have been learning recently. So let's talk about how to hopefully avoid fuck boys. Um, and it's hard because we're attracted to who we're attracted to. And sometimes you might just be into someone that, you know, a lot of times people say, Oh, I love, I just, my type is people that ignore me. My type is people that won't commit to me. Um, and you know, it honestly, the chase of it all sometimes does definitely make it more exciting, but, um, it's hard though. Cause that can be draining Anyway, back to how to avoid fuckboys. So my top, my top tip, you know, overall, just try to go for people who are genuine and kind and people who like are excited about being with you in public, like openly would go to, you know, drinks or a restaurant or somewhere with you where it's not a sneaky sneak around. That's just not a good feeling. You know what I mean? Like it's really not. So be with somebody who wants to have you around and somebody that isn't like, oh, you can only come over like at 1am when like my roommates are asleep like what the fuck is that people guys that are like that are just so fucking sketchy i don't understand like i don't know that shit is just honestly that's my biggest fuckboy thing is guys that don't want to be seen with you it's so rude and i think it's so fucked up okay next <laughs> how to avoid a fuckboy is you know being with someone who has friends that you actually like, because I think we all know about the saying of like, you are the, um, 
top five people, you're a summary of the top five people you hang out with. And that could maybe be true for some people, maybe not. I think it's like pretty accurate. Like you, you become kind of who you surround yourself with, or you just have, you know, similar interests, tendencies, attitudes. So I mean, if you haven't met their friends, then first of all, that's a red flag for me. If it's been like, you know, a couple months or whatever of hanging out and you haven't met like a single friend, but like overall go for people with friends that you like. You don't think their friends are shitty um, because then typically that means, you know, they're going to be a nicer, better person, hopefully. Like I was kind of saying earlier with like the phone stuff and like sneaking around and I don't know, I just feel like you can kind of tell when someone's being a little bit like trying to hide something on their phone or whatever it is. And I don't like that. It's just like, do that shit in your own time. Like if you're actually with someone in person, give them your attention, give them your respect. And um, yeah, even it's hard because, you know, there could be situations like, a friends with benefits type relationship. And I'm sure a lot of this behavior could come up, but then it's kind of hard because you're like, oh, well, this person isn't, you know, my partner, this person isn't my boyfriend. Um, and it's hard because a lot of times with friends with benefits, I do think one person has more feelings than the other. And I have never been able to have a a successful relationship like that. Um, mostly because I don't want to sleep with people that I don't have like an emotional connection with at all. Um, but you know, and I think a lot of us girls can probably relate to that, but then it's hard sometimes if you just, you know, you want to hook up hormones are raging, you know, maybe you're just feeling like I just need to hook up with someone or this would be better than nothing or whatever it is. I mean, I think sometimes we have to go through, not that we have to go through fuck boys to get to the not fuck boys, but it's, you know, good to have lessons and people show you their true colors so hopefully you can like recognize that behavior in the future okay so now let's talk about if you find that you are encountering this behavior if you find yourself in that situation first of all take a deep breath and say we've all been there (laughs) um and don't blame yourself okay this person is treating you like this you are hopefully not treating them like this Um, so first thing you got to do, honestly, I believe you need to call out this behavior because I don't believe you should continue to allow them to treat you like this. Even if you guys are just whatever it is, like a thing or hookups or something, something, nobody should be treating you like this. Um, and a respect level should be there. Even if you're just being intimate with someone and like really nothing else, I do think there should be levels of respect that are honored. Listen, I know it's hard though. And I know that as much as we and I sit here and say like, this is what you deserve. This is what you should be getting. We don't control how other people treat us. So as much as I'm sitting here saying this, let's realize that that other person is in control of their actions and how they're acting. And there's only so much that we can do. But what we can do, I think, like I said, from the beginning, if you are noticing this behavior, call them out, okay? Also, ignore them. Nothing is more effective, I feel like, than ignoring a fuckboy when they have left you on red for a day, whatever the fuck it is. They're not responding to you, but they're watching your Instagram or Snapchat story, but they're not texting you back. Like, bitch, that is just 
disrespect, okay? And you think you're being like sneaky or something? No. We can all see you watching our stories, men, but you can't send a fucking text that will take you 15 seconds to write up and send. Like, there is no excuse, and fuck that. (laughs) Um, If you get left on red for like a day by some guy, leave them on red for two days, minimum. Like, just honestly, sometimes you have to play a little bit of a game back, okay? Because you need to show them that you are kind of standing up for, you know, fuck this. If you're going to treat me like this, then I can treat you like this. Make them see how it feels if, you know, they don't hear from you for two days. So I, I know this is harder to accept for some than others. Definitely myself. I have a problem with being like too available, like emotionally available and just like available on my phone to men. And like, I, I think it's just kind of sometimes hard but also so powerful to be like you know what play a little bit hard to get like wait make them wait for your response okay especially if they've been making you wait like a day or hours for a response make them wait a little bit for your response leave them on red if they leave you on red or just fucking you know in general just try to show them that you are not going to be so available to them okay take your power back that's kind of the general goal here, take your power back and, you know, try not to get super wrapped up in someone who doesn't feel the same way about you as you may feel about them. Um, this is advice to myself. Um, but yeah, I mean, genuinely, if someone's not giving you even like, if someone's not even meeting you halfway, like I said, you know, somebody breadcrumbing you and just giving you like little bits here and there like they're a nice person but they're just not really like fulfilling you they're not really giving you what you need trust me I can relate to this um try not to get too wrapped up in it and just know it's probably not the right person for you if like you can have fun with this person okay like you can have a flirty relationship you can have a hookup relationship you can have a casual relationship but try to accept that like if this person is showing these signs genuinely like that is not the person for you because I do believe that the person we should all hopefully be with is somebody who really really chooses us somebody who's not you know afraid to show us off to their friends and their family and put us on their instagrams if we are dating them and shit like that you know what I mean like let's just be with someone who chooses us who actively is like 100% fuck yes about us And I know it's hard when there's like nobody else out there or it's like, this is your only option or you want attention. Trust me, bitch. Like I'm going through this shit myself right now, but I also know and I accept that deep down, I know that like there is somebody out there for me that will, and I don't need to like rush them into my life right now, but I know that the right person will not make me feel like I'm getting breadcrumbed or make me feel like I'm not getting enough from them. They, everything will work out with the person that wants to choose me. And a lot of guys, it's not going to work out with because they're, you don't have that special connection with everyone and they're not the one. Yeah, maybe you can still have fun with them and keep them in your life. The last thing I want to say about fuckboys is, or um, fuckboys or somebody that you might have in your life that you're hung up on, that you're like, do I continue with this? What is this adding to my life, et cetera, et cetera. 
I am going to tell you guys right now something that I have used in the past, and I do this often. I make a pros and cons list, okay? It's super easy. It doesn't take a long time at all to make a pros and cons list. You can do it on your phone if you really want to. I mean, I like to personally write it out in pen and make this pros and cons list. Start with the things that you actually are getting from this person and getting from this relationship slash connection. What is it actually adding to your life that feels good? And then on the cons list, what is it removing from your life? What is it adding to your life that doesn't feel good? Okay. You know, stress, um, overthinking, blah, blah, blah. Um, and compare them. Okay. Look at your pros list, look at your cons list and really, really compare them. Maybe one is a lot longer than the other one. And you can kind of be like, okay, maybe I'll continue. I feel like I'm getting a good amount out of this, but if that cons list, be honest with yourself too. Don't try to lie. Really list out all the pros and cons that you can think of and then compare them. And you know, you will probably have an easier time making a decision. Um, hopefully it at least can help you like put things into perspective a little bit when you do that. I used to do that all the time with past people that I was with or, had a crush on and I would always, I love a good pros and cons list. You can do it for obviously things besides, um, guys and relationships too. Okay. Now I want to talk a little bit about gaslighting. Um, I feel like I could honestly make a whole episode about this, but I did just kind of want to like open up the dialogue a little bit about it. Um, since I've never really talked about it on the podcast before, and I feel like I didn't really know the term gaslighting until like two years ago. I don't necessarily know if it's a newer term. I think the concept has like, you know, been around, but maybe a lot of us or me, and maybe some others just didn't really like know how to define it. Like I had always heard it, heard it, but then it's like, okay, but what actually is it? So I wanted to read the official definition that I found online because, you know, I feel like if we're going to talk about this, we need to at least identify like exactly what this behavior is. Um, so Gaslighting is a form of psychological manipulation in which a person or group covertly plants seeds of doubt in a targeted individual or group, making them question their own memory, perception, or judgment. Using denial, misdirection, contradiction, and misinformation, gaslighting often involves attempts to destabilize the victim and delegitimize the victim's beliefs. Okay, I hope that makes sense. That I tried to find like a better definition. That one's so long and like ugh, I don't know. But I hope that makes sense. It's basically somebody manipulating you into like thinking that what you know to be true did not happen or is not the truth. So, or somebody just outright, yeah, like somebody just fucking lying to you. They might just fucking have that as their natural reaction to just go to this tactic. Um, a lot of times I think it's like a power dynamic and a power move to try and gain, um, power and control over a situation or somebody that could be younger or more naive, whatever it is. But these gaslighting, I feel like happens more often than we might think. And it can be hard to even point out if you don't know what it means and what it is. So that's kind of why I wanted to like read off that definition to start. Um, this can not only happen in 
romantic relationships, but it can happen in, you know, a family dynamic, a friendship, any, you know, of course, any type of relationship, um, a victim versus an abuser, um, type of dynamic as well. And I do believe that the person gaslighting is often so in denial, or maybe they have actually tried to black out something that happened that they might even end up believing their own lies and and believing that something didn't happen that you know happened. It's fucked up. And it's crazy because what these people will typically do is they will try to flip the switch on you and be like, no, you are crazy. That never happened. Like let's, okay, let's just come up with an example here. Let's say that a couple, you and someone you're dating are at a bar and you are walking back from the bathroom. I'm literally just making this up as I go. You're walking back from the bathroom and you're like just leaving the bathroom and you look over at the bar and you see your partner um, brush their hand like along somebody's butt or something, like kind of making a little like flirty touch, flirty move. Um, I'm just, I don't know why this is coming to me as an example, but they like make a flirty move with somebody that's at the bar while you were in the bathroom and they thought maybe that, you know, you wouldn't see or whatever, whatever. So you come back and you're like, I want to talk to you. If this pisses you off, I don't know. Maybe this is fine for some people, but for me, I'd be if my, you know, boyfriend's like, groped a girl or grabbed a girl's butt I'd be like what the actual fuck (laughs) um so I would grab him aside and so this is an example of gaslighting you maybe take them to the other side of the bar outside and you're like um so I just saw what happened and why did you like grab that girl's butt or whatever whatever and you basically point out what happened and they're like what are you talking about like I 100% did not do that you are fucking seeing things. You're crazy. That never, ever happened. Like just total denial. And I'm going to just go ahead and say this right now. Maybe, maybe, maybe if you guys are very fucked up, this person could have just done that without realizing that they did that. But let's be honest. Like, let's say that we've just had one drink. Like the night is just starting. You're going to know that you did something like that. Okay. So, um, I mean, I believe. So that would be an example of somebody gaslighting you. Like you seeing something happen with your own fucking two eyes, you call them out on it and then they try to reverse it on you and be like, you're fucking crazy. You're seeing things, whatever, whatever. So yep, that is gaslighting at its finest. You guys, at least an example that, you know, I came up with on the top of my head. Um, I'm sure a lot of us have had experiences with this. Like I said, it does not only happen in romantic relationships, but I do think a lot of times it can kind of sneak into our relationships and it's fucking scary. Um, so what do I have to say about gaslighting? Um, first of all, just like knowing what it is and knowing how to identify it, I feel like is very, very important. And other than that, you know, your truth, you know, what is true and try to never forget that many of these people that do this, that gaslight are masters at doing this. They've been doing it for so long. They probably don't even like have a second thought, like think that they're doing it. They just fucking do it. Like that's their tactic that they go to when they get like, 
called out for something or whatever it is. And it's, yeah, it's the only thing they know how to do things or cope with something that they probably did wrong. So if this is happening to you in your relationship or this is happening to you often, I feel like, first of all, besides standing your ground and knowing what happened and knowing your truth, like, honestly, I would go as far as saying what something I would do and a tactic that I have actually used in the past. I would record like a conversation um, or a fight or whatever it is um, for proof. Like, even if I didn't do anything with that conversation or that recording, I would honestly like record a video on my phone of a conversation where you know you need to have proof of what was said. I think it's up to you if you want to decide to share that with the person maybe the next day or a few days later or just keeping it to yourself and having that as kind of a, um, what's the word? Um, as just proof of the conversation and what actually was said what actually happened. And obviously there's some things we're not going to be able to get on recording, get on video, but I don't know if somebody is really like gaslighting you and going about all these ways, like, and you can maybe like sneakily, like start recording and just be like, I want to remember what was fucking like all said in this conversation, the heat of the moment. I want to remember what was said. I don't know if, like I said, that's something that I would probably do if the, like I was kind of in a situation like this other than just like pointing out the truth and doing my best but like I said these people are fucking experts at doing this shit and a lot of times people don't realize that they were gaslit until after or years out of a relationship that this behavior was gaslighting um, and that this behavior was what it was called when this stuff was happening to them so don't beat yourself up over something like this once again you cannot control the way that somebody else chooses to treat you. You can only control your actions and your doing. Um, so yeah, call out, point out gaslighting to a partner that may exhibit any of these types of behaviors and re- just realize like how often it really can happen. Um, and make sure, yeah, I would say like make sure your partner knows what gaslighting is too so that um, they know that this is, you know, a tactic that people use and that you that they know that you know what it is too. Um, so, yeah, it's good to all be on the same page about stuff like this, even if you guys have a very healthy relationship and this kind of stuff does not occur. Um, okay, well, that is pretty much kind of like what I wanted to say about gaslighting, just like opening it up a little bit. I wanted to kind of end it off with, um, feel free to send in your stories about gaslighting, manipulation, fuck boys, everything we talked about in this episode and the things that relate to this that are similar, maybe experiences that you guys have had that you thought about during this episode. You guys can record a voice message and send them in. And um, if you want to, you know, have a situation read, of course, you can be completely anonymous. Um, You can also send in DMs on the podcast Instagram, which is always linked in the show notes. And um, I feel like we could continue this conversation in another episode, maybe going a little bit deeper, whether it's a bigger conversation about gaslighting or manipulation in general. Um, Yeah, I feel like we could continue this conversation and get it a little more interactive. So definitely if you guys have any situations, stories, or even just questions for me or whatever it is, um, 
you can feel free to send those in. I would love voice messages um, or DMs, of course, if you don't want to send in a voice message. And I think I'm going to end it there today because it's been about an hour now. And I really like enjoyed this episode. I feel like this was relatable and just interesting to talk about. So thank you for um, requesting this topic or these topics. I guess we talked about, you know, more than one thing, but if you guys enjoyed this episode and you made it until the end, please, please share it whether it's on your Instagram story or wherever. Um, I love seeing you guys listening on your Instagram stories and it just means so much to me whenever you guys share an episode, if it resonates with you. So that is always so appreciated. Feel free to always let me know what you guys want me to talk about in future episodes, episodes that resonate with you so I can do more of those types of topics. I'll be back next week with another episode. Thank you guys so much for listening and I hope you have a great week. Bye, you guys. Bye.